there. Welcome back to Light the Fight. This is Heidi Swap, and this is a special edition of Light the Fight because it's, well, it's not special because David's not here. It's just special <laughs> because it's a unique, I'm in a unique place and doing kind of a unique fun thing. And um, I have with me um, somebody that I really admire and have, have just been getting to know. Um, and so if you do follow me on Instagram, then you know that the last couple of weeks I have been at a fitness resort in um, Southern Utah, I'll say, because I'm not even sure. I guess Ivan's. it's Ivan's. <laughs> we just say St. George. Yeah. yeah it's Southern Utah. Super close to um, St. George. And so far, it's been an amazing experience. You're catching me right now, like, <laughs> how many hours in? <laughs> I guess I've been here for one. 24 hours. 24, yeah. So end of day one. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah. My, my, my special guest here, I'll have her introduce herself. Hey, I don't know about special, but I'll take it. My name is Michelle Kelch, and my husband and I started Movara in 2002, and it really is an amazing opportunity to meet a lot of people. That yeah, amazing. That's probably yeah. the best part of our job. And then it certainly helps us. I, I tell people like, exercise and eating healthy is a daily struggle for myself. But I've been in the fitness industry for a long time um, and love, hate it. <laughs> like I was, I was actually really surprised and then also comforted to hear you say that you actually dread every exercise every day no I I was thinking even just today because again we're all motivated by different things but the for me I just I feel better when I'm done and that's what gets me to do it for (laughs) me that's that's enough to get me to do it every day but Anyway, yeah. So we own a fitness resort, which can be um, humbling, intimidating. I don't know, it, it overwhelming, and sometimes definitely exhausting. Um, well, and it's not like this is the only thing that you do in your life either, yeah, right? No. It, no, yeah. When we started, we were twenty-two at the time and had one child, and we now have six. So now balancing is it takes on a whole nother level. Um, just trying to balance yeah work life and owning a business but um, and what are the ages of your kids our oldest is 17 and our youngest is seven okay yeah so three boys I kind and of three have girls. that 10 year spread as yeah. well so it's keeps you hopping <laughs> yes no it definitely I tell people they're like oh wow you're amazing I'm like that or crazy and just trying to survive I always tell people my home is never clean at all at <laughs> once um maybe <laughs> Yeah, very rare. Anyway, yeah, we just do our best to survive, but but we love what we do and we get to meet people like Heidi and we get to be part of their journeys, their adventures, however you want to call it, because we're all really kind of on our own adventure and self-care and health is a big, is a big part of it. And sometimes for some, it's, um, they have, they realize it's important because they're they're they they're faced with disease or illness or they stop being able to do the things yeah. that they would like yeah. to do. You've got 
the reality of getting older and things not working as well and it's does it's not as fun so it's like okay I better do something about this so this is where people come this is where they come to get a jump start a reset um, get away from the everyday stresses and be able to just be taken care of for a time but also we've been known kind of as the a compassionate boot camp um but I was telling Heidi just a few minutes ago how three of the things that I hear our guests say a lot when they come that, wow, I didn't realize how much I'm capable of, which is awesome. I kind of am having that same feeling yeah, right now. Yeah. And then you're with a group of people that you're like, wow, if they're doing it, I can too. And yeah. it's humbling, but also really it's just a good reminder that we can do a lot more than we think and then it's a really great reminder of i always say what and how 1200 calories can and should feel like yeah because it's like oh it feels amazing to have three balanced meals a day i mean think about because right now i so i've just had dinner and i've had three meals today which i to tell you the honest truth I don't know when the last time is that I ate three meals. Yeah, which is such a simple thing. And <laughs> so many people miss the mark. They look beyond the mark of like, okay, what diet should I do? What plan should I follow? No, honestly, it's as simple as having three balanced meals a day. Yeah. And how? And you're not alone. I think that that's a very, very common, really tough habit that a lot of people don't have, and they just have gotten out of the habit of having a regular balanced breakfast and then going. Three to five hours max is five stretching it, but three to four hours before lunch. Yeah. And then, because we're so used to just snacking or eating on the go or not eating at all, and then having breakfast and lunch and dinner at dinner time. And then that gets us in trouble and it just kind of is this downward cycle. So, yeah, I, I love that people do you just get in, you're able to come for a week and have a structured routine yeah. of those three balanced meals. And then, um, you know, the last is, is just people are, again, surprised at not only how much they can do, but just how good it feels to to eat healthy. So yeah. it's fun. Well, as you know, if you're a, a regular listener on the podcast, then you know kind of, in fact, just recently we have talked quite a bit about self-care. And David, if he was here, he would always say, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to do self-care if you don't care which is one of um, his little little phrases that he says all the time. And, you know, it's, it's interesting in the context of talking about self-care. In I, th- I think it was like just episode 24, we talked about how, you, you know, in your life, there's so many moving parts, whether it's you've got obviously your family and your kids and all the dynamics that go with that. And then you have your work and then you maybe have your siblings, your extended family, mm-hmm. and then maybe your community and obligations that you might have in your community. And then where under that huge pile, you, you know, do you find your self-care? Um, but the thing that we've talked about is that when you do take care of yourself and you fortify yourself, then you're just a lot more capable of dealing with all of the other stuff that comes up. Um, And if you remember back, I kind of questioned David, like how 
Is he able to listen to people's situations, help individuals, um, and and keep coming back to that? And his answer was really just that he takes really yeah. good care of himself. Yeah. And um, you know, going back even further in the podcast, if you'll remember back to one of my biggest confession sessions, which was in episode three. And I talked openly about this very significant shame that I have in my life, which is that I know better. Like, I know how I should be eating. I know how I should, that I should be exercising. I know that I would feel better. And yet I still, like, I just have such a hard time doing it. Yeah. And, um, so just a little backstory is about last February, which was right before we started the podcast. Um, I started, I learned about Movara and I learned about Movara via Instagram. One of your Mm -hmm. trail guides Mm -hmm. is somebody that I know and she invited, well, she was promoting something and I was like, wait, what is this? And it only took me about five seconds of stalking Mavara to be like, okay, I want to go here. I want to, I want to come here. Um, but at that time I really didn't see that I would be able to even not, not even make the commitment, but like, I didn't think physically I could handle it. I didn't think emotionally I could make changes. I don't know if I thought that I deserved it because, yeah. because I was so bad at taking care of myself, you know, or, and that was, that was a really big thing for me. So just, you know, on the backstory, I, I was actually down here in St. George with family and I decided I want to go and see this place. I want to see if it's real. I want to see if it's legit. I want to talk about it. I want to tell everybody my shame. So I, I literally came down here and poor Michelle. No, I loved it. I blasted <laughs> you with like a fire hose of my shame. No, no I, wanted, I loved it. I wanted to know if I could be helped. Yeah. I think like if I come here, can you help me? <laughs> I loved it. And I loved that Heidi brought her mom and her sister with her too. For some reason that just was like, you know what? I love that you were came in genuine and came in not to just say, Hey, I'm Heidi Swap and all my you know, I'm 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 the famous Heidi Swap. It was <laughs> you were a real person just like our guests, um, wondering if you if this can help you. Cause I think a lot of people are look at something like this. I know I before we even owned this, I had no idea things places like this existed. I knew there was like you know, retreats and vacations. And that's what people did who had money, you know, that's what it was kind of a luxury. And to me, you know, this is more of a necessity. And you talk about, we aren't able to help others. And you, there's that, the whole oxygen mask, you know, if you don't, right, on right. she can't someone, you can't help someone else and how real that really is though. Um, and, you know, I view it as to me, Uh, just like going to church or saying my prayers or, you know, doing anything like that, I can't afford not to do those things. And this is something we really can't afford to not do. We really can't afford. And for me, exercise 
has been my, my, just the one thing that's gotten me through a lot of things, um, and trying and not so you, and there's a lot of people who have maybe tried, um, and, and usually weight loss is a, a, a big motivator of why people come here and ensure everybody has something that they want to lose, um, whether it be 10 pounds, 20 pounds, a hundred pounds. Um, but usually it's tied to an underlying cause or something, whether it be a, um, a death, a trauma, fear, anxiety, depression, um, work changes, family, you know, struggles. And we usually cope with not taking, you know, we usually just cope with food or, um, relaxing and we do all that we can to just survive Mm -hmm. and get through. So first of all, there should be no shame in just trying to do our best. Um, and I think when you came and you said, you know, Camovara helped me. The thing that I love the most is there's nothing we really do. You, you guys do it on your own. You just start moving and you start feeling better. You're out in the sunshine and, uh, you're eating healthy and you start to realize that, wow, this, you know, I feel, I feel good again. I can think I can, it's funny because going on a vacation, usually, um, you'd think about going to resort and just kind of relaxing and indulging. And usually when we go on those vacations, we come home like feeling like crap. Yeah. We're <laughs> and soft like, and... now we got to start all over worse off. And we went to go to f- get a break and it's a little, you know, kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but what I love when guests come here, they come here and they probably work harder than they ever, like, Literally in a day, you do about a, at least a week's worth, if not a month's worth of I activity. just did two years <laughs> worth. I'm not <laughs> Which is so true for a lot of people, but you did it and you, you know, survived to tell about it and you're going to do it again tomorrow and you're going to do it again right. Wednesday and you're going to do it for 14 straight days and be okay. And that's yeah. the kind of uh, like, wow, I am capable of a lot and I deserve it and I can't afford not to make it a priority. I feel like that's that's really what it has to come down to. Um, it's not that you don't care. It's that you've, you know, maybe been on survival, maybe haven't made it a, because everybody wants to, it's not a matter of not wanting to. And it's it's not really even a matter of not knowing what to do. Cause yes, I should do this. I should do that. But there's too many shoulds. There's too many expectations and, Really, we've got to get rid of all of those and just decide, you know what? It's not because I have to. My fourth grade teacher, I'll never forget, told me, you don't have to, you get to. Right. It's This is something I can afford to not do, and I want to. When we want something, we'll find a way to get it. You know what was interesting for, for you to say that? So I came here in June. I met Michelle, and I said, Michelle, I want to somehow partner with you. I want, I want this to be more than just me coming and being a guest. I think that there's, I think that there's more people out there like me that, um, more moms that have put themselves last, more people who we are in survival mode. Um, and so I wanted, and as David, David always says this, you know, somebody has got to go first. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, in in this process of, of this podcast that we're talking on and, and talking about um, my family's struggles, I have 
kind of just gotten a little bit more comfortable with going first. And so that that's kind of like I had this vision like, okay, I'm going to try this. And if I can do it, then anybody could do it. That was kind of my, mm-hmm. my thought process. So we met, we started to try to come up with a date. Mm-hmm. And this is where it start to, started to get a little dicey because mm-hmm. I was like, wait. <laughs> Looking at my schedule, yeah. there was no Time. way. Yeah. There was no way. And even though I wanted to come, and it was mm-hmm. very much had, had moved to the forefront of my mind. In fact, those of you who follow me um, know that in May, I even had like bladder, mm-hmm. as David likes to call it, bladder reconstruction surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I did that so that I could come here. Like that was my level of intention. Like I really wanted to make a change. And yet I'll tell you this, the, the two weeks preceding me coming here, I had more guilt and fear. And and I was just coming up with, I was very, very sensitive to any way that I was, um, causing any problem by me being gone and coming to do this. I was just so, I I knew it was going to throw off my work, especially. It was going to throw off my family. Mm -hmm. My kids just started school. My son's just ready to come home from his mission. And I was so hyper-focused on every reason why I shouldn't be doing this. Like what... And and then it, the thoughts got like right here, like what kind of a mother would leave and do this just for her? Like what kind yeah. of a mom would, um, you know, my Connor gets a little anxiety when I leave. Quincy's going to have homecoming while I'm gone. Uh, you know, there is a, a cost. Yeah. And I started, I started freaking out. Yeah. Do you hear that? Oh, yeah. In fact, I absolutely, we've had guests, you know, not show up that day. And and certainly, you know, there's legit things, but man, there's really never a good time. And I, to me, as far as a mom, um, and even as a friend, a family member, um, the best way to help someone is by example. And, you know, it, I think that that's really tough. It's really tough to do and to really say, you know, what better way for me to teach my kids than to show them? Uh, I could sit there and tell and tell and tell. But if I can't, if I can't show them that taking care of myself is important, how can I, as a parent, what's the thing we want most for our kids? We want them to be healthy and happy, right? And we want them to be able to function and when they're taking care of themselves. And we know that we know that the better, you know, we are, if our oxygen mask is on where you can help other people, but why is that so hard to do? There's the fear of failure. There's um, the fear of just, I think the the fear of failure is really scary to me right now. Like if I'm going to come, if I'm going (laughs) to come here for two weeks yeah, and take this time out, take this time away, put my family and everybody through this. And then what if I can't keep this change? Well, and you have people following you. You have people looking and it's hard. I mean, I, as an owner of a fitness resort, I mean, I certainly could beat myself up for not, yeah, I could even, I could work out more than I do. I could eat better than I do. And it's tough. Sometimes I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go give a lecture 
how how am I going to lecture on something I haven't mastered myself? I'm not per. It's that fear and it's wanting to be perfect, and I have to just remind myself that listen, I'm doing my best, and my best is okay, and um, and that really nobody's. I don't know. I just just doing our best until we get there. I, I think that the expectations are one thing that really has become a roadblock for a lot of people. Our expectations are just either completely unrealistic. So, you know, what is your expectation? Is your expectation to show people that, hey, I lost X amount of pounds and now I look great and I can fit, you know, is your expectation that or is my expectation is I feel good emotionally, mentally, physically, um, and is that enough? And that's a really, it's a hard question because you know who I'm afraid of letting down? I mean, I'm one of those people that like, I start off, I tell my family, okay, this week we're going to eat clean. <laughs> we're going to do all this. And then they're, and then they all kind of just look at each other like two days. Yeah. Two days next, like we'll give her two days, you know, right. because I can't sustain it. And yeah. And you mentioned something today in the lecture, finding time for exercise is your hardest thing. And I was like, well, it doesn't have to be at a gym. It doesn't have to be. I think we have this expectation of what fitness and exercise has to be. It doesn't have to be the high fitness classes that everybody's going to right now or spin classes or CrossFit or whatever people are doing. It literally can be cleaning your house. It can be just moving. It doesn't, exercise is not, I think we have this idea of what it needs to look like. Uh, and it can be walking. It can be running. It, it depends on the person, what it is. It can be biking. It can be hiking with your family. It has to be in line with what's important to you. Um, and so maybe changing those views of, and getting rid of what we think is, you know, has to happen. I I definitely think, you know, and I kind of harp on this a lot. One of the things that I say when I go out and do my speaking engagements, whatever is you can't always change your story, but you can change your perspective. Mm-hmm. And for me to have this owner of a fitness resort and someone that's been in the fitness industry forever, tell me that exercise is doesn't have to be defined as being in a gym yeah. with other people. <laughs> you know, yeah. doesn't have to have any of these definitions. Doesn't have to be an hour That's long. That's kind of a totally. I don't know. This is a totally yeah. different perspective for me. And don't get me wrong. I believe. I mean, I taught fitness for years, and I love it. But right now, mine looks like thirty minutes a day on a treadmill. But there was times when I was doing four or five hours a day if I had the time and my life was different right now and I wasn't balancing, like I, I have to make it work with what I, like what I can do. And when I, if I had the expectation of it has to be a certain way, man, I would really be failing. Right. <laughs> and I mean, could I come here and work out six hours a day? Yeah. But a lot of other things would take the back seat and struggle. And there's a, things that are more important to me right now, but exercise is still important to me enough and I can get the benefits that I need with minimal, it doesn't have to be these crazy high things and, and nutrition's the same way. So it's just, again, changing our perspective of what it needs to look like. And it doesn't have to be, I think the problem is that we've made, we, we think it has to be all or nothing extreme 
and Kate, we're going good. We're not ever eating sugar. We're not having any of this. We're not having treat, you know, is that realistic? And is that really um, going to happen for some? Sure. That's fine. But you have to decide what's going to work for you. Um, for me, maybe one day I might do more. I mean, I probably will because I do enjoy it. I really, I love it, but I just, you know, I can do only what I can do right now. You know, you, you talked a little bit and maybe you could talk about the name of mm-hmm. the resort. So for those of you listening, um, this particular resort and what Michelle and her husband built used to be partnered with the Biggest Loser. Mm-hmm. Used to be known as the Biggest Loser Ranch. Yeah. And obviously we all know the evolution is a huge part of everyday life and survival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so you had an opportunity to kind of go a different way with this. And so, you know, talk, maybe just share. I love yeah. how you share, share about where the name came from and then why that movement is so essential. Yeah. So the name Movara um, means to move. And we're really about just getting guests moving forward because sometimes we just get stuck and or we might be moving backwards. And some of it's because of survival and we're we need help moving forward. And the act of movement um, itself can be very motivating and can really help. Um, I, I, today I was making a comment that sometimes we wait to be motivated and we wait to like, oh, I just can't get motivated. And honestly, the best thing to help us get motivated is to start moving. You know, when you, when you move, your mind starts to move, you can think better, you can make better choices. Again, not perfect, but better and really the the only requirement to have the health benefits of exercise is is a lot more minimal than what we think it needs to be it doesn't have to be crazy in fact there comes a point where it starts backfiring on us and we're doing so much that we're we're starving and we're in pain and then you know we feel like we deserve and can eat more and then it becomes we kind of start working against ourselves so yeah, I love I love the word movement. I believe just the act of movement itself is motivating and um, can get us going. I think I'm certainly the guilty one that I'm waiting to get motivated, motivated. before yeah. I go and do something. Yeah, and you think it's going to be something that's going to be like, okay, this is I'm never going to struggle again. And I, you know, maybe for some that happens. I know for me it hasn't happened. I know, and I don't know that I ever will get to the point where I don't have to work at it. Um, it's not easy. I know it's worth it. Right. So I do it, you know, and you, and it has to be there for everybody. It's different. Um, what really helps us be successful, um, is different for everybody. And over the years we've, we've worked with a lot of different people and sometimes they're motivated by, you know, accountability. Um, sometimes they're motivated, motivated by a challenge. And we use those things that, that help us and, we have to we have to set ourselves up to succeed, not fail. Right, right. And when we when they we give ourselves these expectations, like be kind, be be realistic, and be okay, but also make it a priority. And it, we can't afford not to. It 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 needs to happen. So some somehow we have to figure out how is this going to look for me, um, and how can I what's going to help me, and realize we need help, 
um, and then set ourselves up to be successful at home and realize that I mean, we have guests that come once a year, twice a year, just to kind of, cause I really just, again, life happens and, mm-hmm. and we have things that it's like, Oh crap. You know, I just, we have to survive sometimes and just get through some things. Well, it's been interesting here. Also, there's people here from all over the country. Yeah. All different ages. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was surprised how many men were here. I That's guess awesome. I kind of thought it was yeah. a girl thing. No, no. Um, and then in talking to everybody, of course, everybody has their story. And yeah. everybody has their reason um, why they want to make this change or whatever. But But you can't do anything until you actually... Take the time to do it, to actually, to, to put a stake in the ground and say, this is, this is worth it. Yeah. I think like you, I mean, and and you maybe even more than others thought that there might be a chance you could do it because of, you know, the opportunity that to being able to partner and other people maybe not have that. But I think a lot of people are like, oh, that's not something I could do. And to me, it's a very, very realistic um, opportunity that everybody should can't afford not to do, right? You know, and I it make it a priority. You think about it, and you've heard this before. You know, in the long run, how much money and time do we end up spending taking care of ourselves if we don't take care of ourselves? Right. So, <laughs> so true. yes, you're taking two weeks, but you know that can turn that that can be so much more time and money and energy if you don't. There's one more thing that we talked about today. And it was kind of mentioned last night, which is one of the ways that you feel like Malvaris is different from mm-hmm. other places, resorts, things, yeah. is that there's definitely that um, acknowledgement of the mental and emotional aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe very firmly, I feel it in my own life how my emotional affects my physical and then how my physical affects my emotional. It's just a vicious circle. Yeah. So can you speak to that? Absolutely. I, I, we can know exactly what to eat and what to do, but you know, if we aren't in the emotional and spiritual place to do those things, they all feed off of each other. And again, it's not a matter of knowing what to do. It's a matter of why am I and what's getting in the way. And those emotions play a big role. And, again, life experiences and what people have gone through and how we deal with challenges and, and how we've dealt with them in the past and how we've been influenced by our, you know, quote unquote trauma there. Those are, those definitely play a role. And sometimes it's just as simple as letting some of that go mm-hmm. on a hike and feeling like, okay, I can do this and having hope again. I love that guests come in and just, the, the confidence is like, oh my gosh, I can do this. And I can, I just, I feel good and I haven't felt good in a long time. I mean, there's been for a lot of guests years since they've even felt, you know, good. So to me, that's the emotional is, a, is way, is bigger. It's bigger than the physical of knowing, yes, you know, you learn like today, you learned you loved kickboxing and, yeah, I and <laughs> some guests like, oh my gosh, I, I forgot I love to swim or man, I didn't realize that I loved, and that that's an aspect of it, or hiking, you know, it's like 
There's people who are born to hike and they love it and their spirits come alive when they're hiking. And so, yeah, that's definitely an, an element of it, but it's, it's working through the emotional and just connecting with your spiritual and emotional and realizing the connection of all three of those. It's, it's a pretty powerful experience. Oh man. I just, I have to say, you know, so this morning and like, like I said, this is day one and we're going <laughs> to chat again at the end of the, end of the two weeks we'll see if you're still to see, I, I do have like a little bit of a headache at the moment. I'm <laughs> thinking that it could be a caffeine related, yes, yes. um, but going out on that hike this morning, w- waking up, yeah. seeing the sunrise, mm-hmm. um, walking that hike which was beautiful um and then the food was delicious and I ended my day in the pool yeah uh, at this pool session that was it was funny I think that if it was videoed it would would look weird because there's all this stuff going on under the water you can't see it it's just people like looking like it's and we were tired um I I feel a hundred percent. I just feel happy. Yeah. I feel um, at peace, and that's what I ho- was hoping for. Yeah. And I happen to have a massage scheduled. Yay! So, awesome. so I'm on the right track. It's um, exciting. But I think that this conversation about understanding and and I don't know if you can tackle like all the things at once. I'm kind of feeling like if you if you take action towards your physical um, well-being, that there's a little bit of an emotional benefit. And then oh, you yeah. and then that gives you a little bit more strength, courage yeah. to maybe take another step. And then yeah. your benefit, you, you know, it's... Yeah, some people, and we'll start with the emotional, like, therapy or coaching, which is necessary. And, but really the, the physical movement itself... I wouldn't say takes care of that for you, but it certainly moves it forward. And that's what I love. Movar, again, not only means to move, but moving forward. Just helping sometimes people that may be just stuck, giving them a little push towards that by just moving and realizing like, oh, I can do this. And you know, I'm not a total failure and I do feel good. And sometimes it's just that. So yes, I I do... 1,000% 1,000% agree with you that the movement itself moves the emotional part. Because I do think that, like, saying the things out loud that I've said on the podcast, mm-hmm. acknowledging the things that I was struggling with where maybe I didn't totally know, mm-hmm. I think that spurred on my decision to mm-hmm. to want to make this change. Um, but it's kind of a one step, two step, mm-hmm. you know, little, little by little. It's awesome. So it's very cool. Well, um, all right, well, we're going to, we're going to see how this goes for the next 13 <laughs> days. We'll see if I can hang in there. You'll be awesome with be everybody. Um, and we'll chat again just to kind of see what this experience has taught me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and how I feel after spending 14 days. I think it would be fun. And we haven't talked about this before, but you're here with, you know, 20, 30 other people this week and then next week. Yeah. I'm, I, there's a lot of guests that would be willing to share. It'd be fun That'd for be you to just maybe 
Um, and a lot of them would be willing to just share their stories because there's a, like you said, it's way more doable than we think. It's like, oh, they're there. I got some, you know, I, it's not just, I had, I've had guests say, oh, I didn't want to go to a resort where that just wealthy women could go to, to pam like this is, you have men here. You have that sometimes any men need it more than women. They are workaholics and don't take care of themselves. And so there's no respect. We have a, I think Lada, I don't even know how old she is, but she's like 70. Oh we've my had gosh. 85 and I had like the most and- fun conversation with her about her culture. She's from India. Yeah. Sweet and, and we talked about, her arranged marriage yes. and her 50 year anniversary. And it was just, I yeah, don't know. It fun. was great. Yeah. We've got all sorts of stories that again, it's like you said, it's like, Oh, is that something that I can do? And you know, not even a sales picture at all, but it really is. Everybody needs and should be, we really can't afford not to do something like this, whether it's this or something else. It, it, we just have to figure out how to get ourselves moving and how to take action. How yeah. to take action. It is. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, thanks for taking some time out yeah, of your schedule. Fun. And it's an absolute pleasure for me to be here. And so thank you for that. And we're excited. Um, so join us on the next on our next installment <laughs> we'll and see, see if I feeling. survive. <laughs> thanks everybody. Thanks for listening to Light the Fight.